Yeah. You're such a problem. Oh, that's a problem. She's a problem. That's, that's a problem. A problem. <laughs> a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, welcome back to the fucking pod. I'm Ali, your host, and this is Remotely a Problem. So, um, yeah, welcome to the new year. Welcome to uh, season two. How exciting. I know season one was a little short, but it was really nice to kind of get a break in there. Um, So, yeah, some of the new things for the new year. I have... I'm still working out, so yay me, still like, um, you know, running and doing that good jazz. I started back up at our gym, which was really exciting. Um, Yeah, I still haven't smoked anything, which has been easier than I thought, so I'm on 46 days, which is pretty cool. Um, Yeah, I also am sober right now. Um... Um, yeah, so 12 days sober, just kind of hit a wall over the break and decided to stop, decided that it was something that I was using to, I don't know, kind of get around my grief, but also kind of go through it, but in like kind of a shitty way. I don't know. It, I don't know. It was weird because I just kind of came, became like the angry drunk. And that's never really been who I am and my personality, unless I'm like going through something. So that's kind of how I know, like, you know, take a break. So yeah, um, I did an episode with that and I might release it. It's a little sad and a little like bumming. So I don't know. I thought about releasing it now, but like, I don't know if it's like first episode material, but it was made the the exact day <laughs> it was made the day that I decided to go sober um which you know wasn't like an easy day I just like had coming was coming off of um getting drunk the day before um getting into fights and just having some annoying altercations so yeah so it's a little bumming so I mean I'll probably release it because I think it's a good a look back into who I was on that day and kind of like the sadness that I felt. I just didn't know if it was like episode one material. So I don't know. Maybe you'll see it. We'll, I don't know. We'll see. So, uh, yeah. So that is the, um, that's kind of the new thing that I'm dealing with for the new year. It's so crazy because when I first did that first episode, I, I think I was like, God, six hours sober, maybe less. I don't know. I definitely don't know, but yeah. And now I'm 12 days, which is really cool. And it's not really something, it hasn't been hard in the sense of like, haven't been craving alcohol, haven't been like, you know, anything like that. So that's been really helpful and really easy. I feel like it was way, way harder to quit smoking than to take a break from drinking for sure. Um, so yeah, I am doing that. I'm also coming up on my birthday and something I'm really trying to decide. I don't know. And I think something that might be good to talk about here is, um, the fact that my birthday is coming up in like a week, a little over a week, maybe like a week and two days. 
So, um, yeah. So because my birthday's coming up, I'm going to have a birthday party, obviously. Um, dirty, 30 and thriving. But because of that, um, I don't know. I, because of the time that I'm in now, I'm still in very much to like, I want to be sober mode and just kind of like learn to embrace what is happening around me and like learning my main focus on being sober. And I don't know if it was necessarily like at the beginning, I think at the beginning, I just wanted to be sober. So I quit like fighting with people when I'm drunk. But I think now looking at it is I want to be able to feel what I feel when it comes up. So it's easier for me to do that sober because I can control, you know, the boundaries that are set. I feel like I lose sight of the boundaries sometimes when I'm drunk. And yeah, so that is something we're working on. So because of that, I'm trying to decide if I'm going to have a sober 30th birthday. Which is crazy to think about because I honestly, I don't know the last birthday I had completely sober. Honestly, like I really have no idea. I, I don't know. And like that sounds crazy, but like I feel like, I feel like it's not too crazy um, in the grand scheme of things because most people like your birthday is the time to like have fun, let loose, get wild. All of the good stuff. Sorry, I'm yawning. I'm trying to drink coffee, but the today has been a morning. <laughs> Just struggle busting it. But um, yeah, so I don't know. Trying to decide if a sober birthday is something that I want um, this year. Just because this decision to go sober wasn't really based off of a, I don't know, <clears throat> I don't know. It's hard because I don't like, obviously it's not like I'm an alcoholic and am struggling in that way. Um, but I'm struggling in the way of just like not being able to process this time correctly. And I'm just like coping in shitty ways. So I don't want to kind of like do that on my birthday. So that's making me think like, you know, It would be easy to just not drink on my birthday and kind of like move on past it. Um, So I don't know. I don't know. I'm thinking it's like, but I also like, I also have this like internal thing being like, okay, but are you going to have fun if you're not drinking? Which is insane because like, obviously I have fun anywhere I go. Uh, But yeah. So I mean, like, because you think about like the celebrations that you have, like, people buy you shots and you're dancing and having fun with all your friends. And it's like this, like, I don't know, this like moment of like hanging out with everyone. And I want that, but like, it's hard to, since I haven't had a birthday sober, it's hard to think about what that looks like. And especially like my 30th is pretty big. Like that's a big birthday. And I don't know. But I also think, like, how cool would it be to be, like, sober on my 30th birthday? So I do not know. I don't fucking know, but I don't know. So who? Uh, I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll come to some kind of conclusion, figure it out. So who knows? 
we will wait until after my birthday and see what the fuck happens. And I think right now I'm leaning more towards being sober and going the mocktail route just because it's equally as fun and less of no hangover, which is awesome. And I just get to remember all of it and embrace it all. So leaning that way, I don't know if that'll stick. We'll see. Who knows? So yeah, as of right now, that's probably the biggest change I would say that's my life right now. Just, yeah. I don't know. I've also got really into um, fucking decorating. And I don't know if that's like out of boredom because it's like, you know, I'm working out. I'm trying not to eat and all the time and whatever, trying to be good. And so like now, like my off days are like, or my, my days are boring. But yeah, I don't know. So last night I tried to put up a, uh, put up wallpaper. That shit's fucking hard. Like it's fucking annoying. And I just went with the peel and stick kind. Um, I don't know if that's easier or harder than the non peel and stick kind. I just remember my parents doing it as like a kid. When I was a kid, my mom used to like, was really into big into decorating. So I remember a couple of times that she had put up wallpaper and I just remember it being like looking so fucking tedious. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I would never. And here I am in my thirties fucking wallpapering. But, um, it was fucking hard. It was fucking hard and it kind of looks like shit. Um, so yeah, that's a bummer. But I'm trying and I'm learning. So that's, I think that's something that I'm really trying for the new year to just try more things. And if I fucking suck at it, I fucking suck at it. Like, oh my gosh, like over the fucking break. The one thing I would say, I don't know, just like fucking sent me this break. I tried to create a new hobby, not create one, but to start a new hobby for me. Um, and that new hobby was baking. Wonderful. It sounds, you know, wonderful. My cousin was a really big baker, just amazing baker. And so I felt like, okay, so in my healing error is what I'm in because I'm really trying to move out of my grieving error or at least, um, the hard grieving type, you know, like I'm really trying to move into being happy and trying new things and embracing the pain and embracing obviously the grief, but in like a very healthy way. And with that, I thought maybe I could channel a little bit of my cousin, not like witchly channel, but like channel her in the sense of like, try to learn to bake things. And I have, I baked fucking bread and it's good bread. So yeah, that was really cool. So baking bread, got to, um, take a dive into that, take a little stab at it. I'm pretty good at making artisan bread, but I will say, um, tried making a sourdough. First off, I didn't know you had to have like, I mean, I knew you had to have like the sourdough starter type thing for sure. I think I thought that was going to be like a pat, like a little powder or something that I like put in my sourdough. No, it's like, I've got to create the yeast that rises the sour. Like, I, yeah. So that has been 
incredibly will probably be my downfall, I would say. Um, <clears throat> because that fucking shit sucks. It's not, I mean, it's great. And I'm going to try again, but like, I need a fucking break because it was so hard. I was like screaming. There was at one point that, yes, I do think right now in my quote grieving error, I cried a lot. So fucking get over it. But this one specifically, I honestly can't tell you whether it was fueled from grieving, going through really hard times at work or my fucking dough that didn't rise because I walked in there and it here's the thing of like okay they kind of merge together so grief kind of merges with everything if I cried anything it's kind of like whatever okay I get it awesome cool this day I was working awful awful day to work like it was just uh, it was an awful day which I can get into what work has looked like lately but this specific day, I had a hard day at work. I get off of work. I walk into the kitchen. I examine my dough, which has to like sit. And then you put like flour and water. It's literally only flour and water. You mix flour and water together and you set it somewhere warm and you just let it rise. Let it rise. Then you let it fall. You feed it which I didn't know it was a thing, but like you add more flour, whatever, you let it rise, you let it fall, a whole thing. I walk in and it has not risen. It is like the second day that it has not risen. And I, which means like technically it's like not working and I like it has to either start over or it needs like repairing and fixing and like whatever. Um, But it's not sourdoughing the way it needs to sourdough. And I break into tears, full on tears, like just full on fucking tears over the sourdough. So that's why I'm saying I'm not quite sure who and where it stemmed from because the sourdough has also been a mortal enemy over the break. So it very well could have just been that like my enemy won that day and I cried. That's not like super surprising. Um, But yeah, that might have just might have happened. Now with that, I'm going to try again. I don't get me wrong. I'm going to fucking try again. But I just have to have the motivation because right now, fuck, no, it's so hard. (laughs) It's so shitty. And I'm adjusting the way that I'm sitting. So if the audio changes, go fuck yourself. Um, Yeah. How did I spill coffee? Uh, that's, it is what it is today. Um, so yeah, that's been a fun time. And <clears throat> with work lately, I don't know. And I'm trying to like, I obviously try to be good about what I'm talking about work because obviously I still work there and you know, this is a public pod, but, uh, yeah. So it's just fucking irritating because I feel like I'm being put in these positions that number one, I don't really deserve to be there and not like in a, Oh my gosh, you're putting me as like the manager. And like, I don't know how to manage. Oh my gosh. Like, no, it's like, you're putting me in spots that like, I don't fucking deserve to be there because like I did nothing wrong. That kind of a thing. Um, so yeah, just irritating and 
I'm trying to like work out a bunch of things because there is some, there is a side of work that I feel is hurting me or is, uh, getting too like personal to where like it's hurting me personally or like bothering me personally and the, which would be okay. But I hate having like any type of like personal shit pulled into work. So if you hurt my feelings or you personally piss me off, I don't like having that enter into the workplace. Like it's like, I heard this thing the other day. There are going to be, there's going to be some people that you work with that are not invited to the barbecue. And there's some that are invited to the barbecue. And let's say the barbecue is at my house and you might not get a fucking invitation to my house because we're not like that. We ain't cool like that. And it doesn't mean that we ain't cool at work. It just means we ain't cool like that and you're not coming to the barbecue. So that is what it is. Um, But that's kind of what it is right now. I feel like personally, I, I just, you're not fucking coming to the barbecue. That's how, that's how it is. So I'm dealing with trying to keep that not be there, but I feel like it's just keep personal hits, keep happening. And so I'm just like, I had to step away. I had to step away. So this one week particular, just, I don't know what the fuck happened, but it felt like every single day there was something the fuck going on, something that was tragic and just collapsing and oh this horrible horrible fucking thing and that is the week that it was just like I cried I don't know so yeah the crying over the dough might have been from work who knows I don't know but what I do know is they're both fucking pissing me right the fuck off right now dough and work so and dough is the only one I can take a break from (laughs) (laughs) you know what I mean it's like dough is the only one that I can take a break set it to the side clean the glass out and say (laughs) we're gonna try again later we're gonna try again later not today maybe not tomorrow later uh and work I can't do that so yeah it's just that's something that I'm trying to work through with work I just was like having to do my first wow I sound like a robot there cool um but I had to do my first like healthy conflict moment and I feel like it went good um I don't know there's parts of it that I like I wish didn't go that route but at the same time like it needed to get out and be talked about so I'm good with that and I feel good with where that stands it was definitely interesting trying out this like corporate healthy conflict it's just weird and I always feel like okay I'm gonna get in trouble plus there's a lot of like personal hits in this conversation that I have to leave to the side because if it's personal it really has nothing to do with work like that's something I need to personally just like deal with and get over so at least that's how it is in the corporate space obviously in like the regular world if somebody bothers you, have that conversation and you can obviously remove them from your life. That is the way it is. If something bothers you and something doesn't fit well or crosses your boundaries, remove it. Now with work, I can't remove it. 
no, I can't set a boundary there because my boundary would be like, don't talk to me (laughs) ever. And I can't do that. So I'm working on this healthy conflict. I'm working on trying and sometimes I just want to fucking freak out, freak the fuck out because that's how it is right now. Like I am just, I feel like I'm having to breathe every day, you know? And it's one of those like nostril breathes. I hate them, you know, where you're like, okay, that's what I'm having to do because it's just like frustrating. It's like, there's so much shit that's going on. That's not my fault. Not my necessarily my problem, not my job description. And we're having to do a lot of things that aren't within our job description. And that fucking sucks because the shit that's within my job description has to lack somewhere because I can't do everything at once. But yet I'm being asked to. So it is what it is. I don't know. It sucks. And work is rough right now. I feel like every day I'm leaving work and less and less happy and that sucks and I hate that um because I do enjoy work I do enjoy like who I work for and the mission behind the work I really do love um and I want the company to succeed I mean that is like the biggest part of me like I I will say that is one thing that is really hard for me to deal with because I commit when I, when I get a job, I fucking commit. I put my whole self into the job and I want what's best for the job. I end up, I never leave when I need to. I always just like wait and wait and wait and tomorrow and the next day. And like, even when I know I need to leave and I'm not saying that's where I'm at now for sure. Um, but I'm just very loyal to my jobs. There at one time I didn't want to quit my jobs. (laughs) And so instead of quitting, I just kept getting new jobs and people were asking me if I would help them out at their work. And I just said, yes. So at one point I was like working eight jobs. I mean, it was insane. It was crazy and nuts. I had, um, three, I think three restaurant jobs, maybe four four restaurant jobs. I worked an overnight job, um, at UPS. What, what? Um, I also worked at like a, a weekend, like pumpkin patch kind of thing. Um, so yeah, like I, like I just was working a ton of jobs at one time because I don't want to like hurt anyone's feelings and quit, or I don't want to make someone upset and sad or feel like I'm disappointing someone. So my, one of my biggest downfalls is being a people pleaser. So yeah. So being a people pleaser and also working in a corporate space is very challenging and also can be very damaging. And right now I'm trying to find that balance and I'm saying and a lot because I'm really trying to skirt, you know, a lot of my frustrations because obviously this is a public podcast, but I'm just really trying to do what's best for the company, myself and my team. 
So when things come into conflict with that, it's really hard and it really sucks. And I also have not really done any like great conflict resolution, corporate kind of jazz, you know, like it's so much different than the military because in the military, they just pretty much like yell and scream at you and tell you to like get the fuck over it and move the fuck on and listen to me and whatever I say you fucking do and keep it pushing, bitch. Like keep it fucking pushing. And like, you know, corporate world, uh, that's an HR call. So we can't go that route. And I definitely, in any food industry I've ever worked at, have never had healthy conflict. Like that is the most toxic fucking shit ever. Working within a restaurant is toxic as hell. I don't care who the fuck says it. Who wants to be like, it's the best thing that I've ever done. Yeah, I mean, it's fucking fun for sure. Toxic as shit. Fucking toxic. I mean, just the stories that I could tell are is crazy. The whenever the bear came out, I remember watching it for the first time. And it's so similar to the real world, like the real industry type shit that I was being triggered. Like my blood pressure was rising. I thought I was in the weeds. I'm like for the next two days saying behind, behind, like I'm like being put back into this mindset because it's very, it's very real. I mean, it's toxic as shit. And so I, in that type of space, we don't fucking have healthy conflict. It just doesn't happen. It's not a place for that. So, and the other jobs haven't really had conflict, you know, it hasn't really been like that. And this one, since your girl is in the corporate space now, I'm having to have these healthy conflict moments and they're hard. They're harder than I thought they were because initially I went into it with a lot of grievances that I personally had that I was upset with, you know, with things that were handled incorrectly and now affected my life, you know? So that was kind of how initially I went into it. And I had a coworker and he's an awesome coworker and he has been dubbed the man of conflict because he's great at it. He pretty much helped me sort through a lot of that to find out, okay, well, what's the root cause of things and the root cause of the issue? So we really tried to dive into that and see kind of like, I understand this is where you're at, but where is it coming from? You know? And so I don't know. I feel like I did a good job. I've been told I did a good job. I don't know if things are going to change I hope they would and I hope they will, but so far they haven't really changed that much. Um, But yeah, so I don't know. And that's a work in progress. I'm not going to be on the pod being like, oh yeah, no, one conflict didn't fix it. That's not the case. And do not think that that's the case because literally yesterday I was telling my wife how fucking annoyed with work I was and things are going wrong and it's just, it's all fucking tumbling down what it feels like, you know? So yeah, it's still hard and it still sucks. And it is one for the birds at the time at times, but I still want to get through it. And I still want to very much so be better, do better and figure out what in this scenario, like 
because they're, I'm not going to be naive and act like it's a hundred percent some other person's fault or some other department's fault. That's not the case. I think a lot of it has to do with my people pleasing too, because if you ask, I will help and I'm, will always try that. And sometimes I don't have the bandwidth to help and I don't have the capacity or time. Like it's just all together. I don't have, you know, any of it. And I will overlook that and I will overlook my own happiness and my own sanity just to make you happy. I've always been like that. I mean, if I love and care about you, I will push my boundaries to a breaking point if that means I can get you on the other side of my boundary if you need me type of thing. And I'm really trying to not be that way, but that is like the hardest shit I've ever had to try to deal with. And I don't know, I don't know how I'm doing, but probably shit. So who knows? It is what it is. I also want to try and I don't, I don't know, try and be better at that. Try to be better at understanding that work is work and like life is life and like being able to balance those two out, but it's hard and it sucks. And I think I'm just exhausted overall. Like I'm just like, I'm that deep type of tired to where it's not that I, oh, I'm tired because I didn't sleep very well last night. It's like, I'm tired because like emotionally, physically, and mentally, like I'm at my end of the rope and I'm having to like really, really hold on. So it's like this deep tire feeling, tired feeling. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where it's been. And it like, it's crazy because right now I'm going through a lot of those hard moments within my life and a lot of those like shitty situations, but I'm doing it with like no vices, you know, like I'm not smoking to like smoke the stress away. I'm not drinking to like drink the stress away. So that's been very interesting. That's been something that's pretty new. And I feel like that's kind of something that I've leaned on those vices very heavily in the past of if I'm stressed out, I go smoke. Um, that's how it's always been. I mean, that has been the reason for the smoking for years. I mean, I would say probably started out smoking because I thought it was cool. I'm not going to lie on that. I think that was, I was a shit ass fucking child. I was terrible. So I'm sure that's how that started. Um, and the drugs started the same way, the same type of just like, I would assume try to be cool and peer pressure. And then, um, easily they became this like usage for me to, I don't know, this usage for me to like relieve stress or honestly, probably black out a little bit more, you know, because there's a lot of things going on within my life, um, that were just really hard to deal with. And I was honestly just too young to figure out how to deal with it correctly. And I obviously put myself in those positions. Like a lot of them, I'm not necessarily talking about like family stuff, but I'm talking about my shit. So a lot of that, I didn't know how to handle. I was too young. I didn't know how to handle that kind of trauma. I didn't know what I was doing. And I also didn't know what bad consequences were coming because of that. So I used drugs and alcohol to cope with a lot of those things. And I don't know. I, I It was definitely hard. 
and that sucks. So now kind of seeing it for the first time and walking through a lot of these experience experiences like sober for the first time has been pretty nuts and pretty wild. But I'm also finding new coping ways, which is really cool. Like I'm finding ways to kind of sit back and say, I've got to cope with this. I don't know how, but like, let's fucking go. Let's fucking figure it out. So yeah, let's fucking figure it out. Let's fucking go. Um, but yeah, that has been something that's been pretty wild. I'm not going to lie. So that has, was a giant step that I needed to take. And I'm, I made a reading nook. So I'm going to really start trying to get back into reading and I've got some like self-help books just to kind of learn, you know, a bunch of different things. I got this one book, I think it's called like the inner work or something or inner peace or inner something. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's like a cult book. Uh, maybe I watched that like twin flame documentary and this makes me nervous seems very similar so even a couple of like weeks I start changing the podcast to like inner works and like find your love and the world's divine then like somebody fucking call the cops on me like what the fuck somebody call the police because like if I'm not cussing and I'm not being like this then like the book has got me I don't know. It's crazy and it seems good. And some of the shit's like hard. Like some of the shit is mind fucking. So I definitely understand that aspect of it. But like at the same time, if I open a book and it starts out with like a QR code, that's like join the Facebook group and the community we've built here and we can get conversation started. And here's your self-help in the mirror. Look at yourself kind of like that bothers me. And so uh, yeah, that makes me feel like a little cultish. I don't know. So, uh, yeah. So be on the lookout for a new cult alley. Who fucking knows? Let's fucking go. Um, yeah, I don't know. I told my wife the same thing. I was like, yo, listen, this book could be wild. So if I start running left, then turn me right, baby. So, yeah, I don't know. That's what's going on. That's what's new in the pod. That is what's new with me. I'm a fucking hot mess, going through a lot, dealing with a lot, trying to work it out. But I feel like I'm doing pretty good because I don't know. I feel like I would be doing much worse if I was doing much worse. <laughs> Who knows? I don't even know if that made sense. But yeah, so uh, yeah, that is me. I think that's pretty much all I got going on today. I do plan on releasing that podcast at some point. I do need to do a little work on it. I think at one point I cried. I don't know. Uh, Embarrassing. So yeah, that one is like real raw and is me, but a little too dark. A little too, uh, you know, in the weeds for the first episode. So I just want to say welcome the fuck back to season two I'm really excited for like kind of what this year's gonna hold I'm really excited for what the new episodes coming out will be and yeah I feel like I feel like it was good to take that break because I learned a lot and I needed to kind of like reset myself so yeah so thanks for hanging with me I hope you like this episode so yeah welcome the fuck back (laughs) 
<laughs> All right. Um, my name's Allie Ellis. This is remotely a problem, the pod. And I hope you guys have a wonderful fucking day. Happy Friday, bitches. Bye.